Good morning, beautiful people. Happy Sunday. It is sunshiny fabulous here in New York. Although, I'm not sure when I'll get outside, but it looks really good. <laughs> Today's quote out of our Body, Mind, and Spirit book for June 14th is from Thomas Merton. Humility is the surest sign of strength. A life lived in recovery stands in sharp contrast to a life of active addiction. Before, we knew only pain, fear, and confusion. At times, death seemed better than life. But in recovery, we're reborn. Suddenly, all is possible and life is blooming. There is not only hope, there are daily results. Only a tremendous force, a higher power, could bring such a sweeping change to our lives. We stand in awe of the changes brought by recovery. We are humbled by the grace we've given to lead a new life. If we follow the steps of our 12-step program, we will, we will have the strength to find a new sober life one day at a time. Today I am humbled when I think of the strength the program offers. And I am grateful for my higher power. The piece that grabbed me, I guess, first and maybe the most in this reading was there is not only hope, there are daily results. When I think of just starting out with quitting or, get, you know, stopping gambling or betting or drinking or whatever, what does it look like on day one? day two, you know, day eight, what do, what do those days look like compared to what do the days look like for me now? And that's part of what I'm trying to reconnect with and why I keep getting in trouble in all these Facebook rooms that whatever. Uh, my, I'm still a little bitter about that, but I'm going to try to have a sense of humor. Um, but that's part of what I'm trying to reconnect with was those were those feelings like I can remember the angst and the pain, but I, my mindset had always been like I knew that life would be great on the other side. I can't I can't fully connect with and this is just right now just where the place I'm in. I'm having a hard time lately. What did what did day one look like, day two? You know, I see and deal with people on their first couple days a lot. And the message is always the same, right? Just just don't don't gamble. Don't gamble today. Don't gamble this hour. And when, when people first come in, you can't say, you know, trust your higher power and the universe is going to work it all out and you're going to have a life beyond your wildest dreams. Like nobody's going to hear you. Nobody's going to hear that their first week, their first month, maybe not even their first year. You know, it's a it's a process and it's definitely a trust process. Trust in the universe, trust in the group or or whatever facet you're using for your recovery and where I get the most the most hung up and I don't know if this is because this is a you know a, a topic for me in the background right now so I might just be spewing what I'm feeling <laughs> from uh, you know I've, I've been trying to work with that 
my friend there that I've told you about with the drugs. And um, I think that just based on, and it's really funny how people who are struggling with addiction, not funny, haha, but their communication style, even through, um, you know, text or messages or whatever, you can, I, I don't know about you, but I can, I could tell. I could tell when someone's mind isn't right by how they write, what the language is that they use. Like you can tell that they're in just not a good place, and um, it's so hard to help through the through the phone and stuff. And what what's happened the last few days is I knew something was off, and he was very honest with me in the in the beginning. And just the last couple of days, it's been not right, and. Um, and so this morning I, I had to read his message to me like 10 times to really understand it. And I'm still not even sure if I understand it. So that's kind of weighing on my brain. And my my feeling is, and I've seen this so many times, whether it's with me when I was trying to quit independently or with other people in the group or, you know, my brother, there's this there's this um, like they they want it kind of but they're not ready to give up their best friend and I get it like I totally get it which is is why I kind of had to have a bon voyage party for for my gambling addiction you know I had to say goodbye in a big way what's scarier with the drugs and stuff is you say goodbye in a big way you might be saying goodbye in a big way to everything so that freaks me out a little but I'm willing to, you know, as we've been going through this the last, I don't know, probably two weeks we've been working on this and I'm willing, I've been on the, I've been communicating with him more than anybody in the whole world the last two weeks and up to, you know, five, six times a day we're having conversations and he was really checking in and I could tell that he wanted to progress. And uh, the last couple days, I'm having to like chase him down, which doesn't work for me. Like it's not my recovery I'm working on in this situation. I'm there to help you, but you got to be there to help yourself. And um, I know that sounds a little maybe, I don't know, mean a little, but it's it's part of, you know, protecting my recovery. I'll help anybody. But if you're not willing to help yourself, like, I'm not going to do the work for you. It's just that simple. I'll be there when you're ready to do the work. And I know I totally digressed. I'm sorry. I was also thinking this morning as I was walking in here to record, it's like, I kind of feel like you guys are my diary. You know, like, dear diary, dear everybody listening, thank you for listening and letting me just spew randomly. Because I probably just sounded as illogical as I was saying that, people sound (laughs) so the first the first sentence of this reading this morning a life lived in recovery stands in sharp contrast to a life of active addiction that's that's what I want to talk about as to bring us out of this episode because it is so freaking true the the way things were when I was gambling I couldn't see, you know, like I'm always talking to you guys about the weather and all that. I wasn't seeing the weather when I was gambling. I didn't know if it was sunny or night or day or whatever when I was, you know, in the casino. 
it didn't matter because I wasn't going to focus on things like fresh air or going for a walk or a bike ride. Like the weather just didn't matter. It, it mattered if like there was a hurricane one time and <laughs> I wanted to go to the casino. I think I dragged Tara with me that time. I was like, don't worry, we can go up there. Like, it's all good. Um, or, or, you know, there's been snowstorms I've driven home in. That's when the weather was important. But what I'm, what I'm trying to say is how it looked when I was gambling to how I look today. It feels almost like I was reborn almost. Not, not to be all crazy sounding, but I've been given this whole second chance of life. And once once you experience that and you can see how different your life can be from using or betting or, you know, whatever it is to once you remove those things out of your life, if once you experience that, it's, it's, I guess the, that being, not just a feeling of, of quitting, because it's not just quitting or counting days or being abstinent. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about doing the work, you know, practicing your recovery, but doing the real work, digging deep, trying to address what needs to be healed, trying to, you know, be a good human, pay it forward when you can, do the right things, be happy to look in the mirror every day. Like you have to work at it. It's not, it's not just like, a, okay, Bobby, you decided to not gamble today. So we're going to make your life easy and beautiful. And you just sit back and enjoy the ride. It's not like that at all. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure a lot of our addict brains would want it to be like that. But it's not like that at all. And even, this is the other thing I'm trying to understand and appreciate lately. So let's say somebody's at six months. Six months sounds like a good amount of time or even a year. And and this is part of what I've said to you from the beginning too, is I, I want to see where I am in different spots along the way. So when I was six months ish and, and I can remember this one meeting in particular, I was at group and I was like, there's nothing wrong. Like everything's great. I feel amazing. I haven't bet. You know, I'm figuring stuff out at my job because I was relatively new to being back here. I was in love with this guy. I mean, how could anything be better than that? <laughs> well, little did I know, I still had a lot of work to do. And um, how six months clean looks different than how it looks now at, I don't, I don't know where we are, three years and some the days are all running together like I'm getting letters from creditors because I haven't paid my bills it's because I have no freaking idea that a week went by or a month went by um sorry that that happened this week getting notes from a lawyer's office sending me to debt collection when I see my head spin anyway um how I how I felt then compared to how I feel now are two very just such different things and the amount of work between those two points was not what I expected and and that's what happens is once we open our minds and our hearts and clear our clear our brains of of the addiction fog for lack of a better word we can start progressing and going forward and start experiencing that best life 
and I think the reading also was saying that it is, you know, we get stronger by working our program. And and I'm going to say working our program in the sense of being committed and, you know, doing the work, your program being your program, whether it's 12 steps or anything else. So I know I was a little all over the board this morning. I'm a little, I, I'm, I'm off today, to be honest. I've been, I, I'm, I'm stuck in a place where I have a bunch of deadlines coming up with the taxes, with the book, with a lot of things. And I'm in one of those struggle places where, okay, I'm overwhelmed. Do I work harder to get this stuff done? Or do I give myself grace and let myself, you know, sleep in or maybe skip a workout or whatever? And that's kind of been the zone I've been in. I slept in the last two days. I haven't exercised as much, you know, using my friend's broken bike as an excuse. I could have gotten out there, but I was trying to do more writing. And so I'm in this, my own justification circle. And I don't know where I want to be or how I want to handle it. You know, my mother asked me yesterday, well, you're still golfing and stuff, right? And I'm thinking, um, not like, I can't even remember days. Of course, I just told you I, I'm having a hard time with that anyway. But it's been a few weeks that I know of since I've golfed. And I'm going to golf when I go to Connecticut. Like next weekend, I'm going to take the whole weekend off of stuff. I mean, I'm going to be with you guys before I jump on the road Saturday morning and um, that, you know, that'll be the the extent of it. It's going to be a job enough to survive Connecticut <laughs> um, and this birthday party or birthday not party, whatever we're going to call it. Um, it's going to be my first time back since I haven't had a cigar or a smoke in a while. And it's so easy to smoke when I'm down there. So I'm going to have my own challenges next weekend. Anyway, so that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm, I haven't figured out which side of this I want to land on. Do I give myself a little reprieve or do I work harder? And it's, a, it's, not, a, it's not a fun process to um, navigate through to try to figure out which, which way. Because, you know, I feel guilty on one hand and then I feel maybe more rested on another. Like it's a big vicious circle. I think you know what I'm talking about. I hope you know what I'm talking about. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm in, a, I'm in my own little circle of confusion. So I will, uh, I think, shut up on that note and let you go about your day. Whoops. Sorry, I'm moving things around. Anyway, um, thank you for letting me share with you my disjointed thoughts. I hope that everybody is having a good day and that you have your stuff figured out today a little better than I have my stuff figured out. And um, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm actually going to go work on my writing right now because that's bugging me and it's part of my morning process. So I have to go get that done. All right. Have a beautiful day. I um, will chat with you tonight. Take care, beautiful people.